Warning, this episode contains strong language, violence, sexual and otherwise crude humor, and references to drugs and alcohol. Mission debrief access requested. Access granted. Previously on Redactive Rangers. Humans, I'm Pintar of Siltron 3. I have been in prison for some time now, and I am looking forward to getting this over and done with so that I can go home. And, uh, yeah, my name's Equinox. Got a bow of condensed shadow that I shoot my shadow arrows out of. And then whenever I need an up-close fight, I have my blades of light. Hence the whole Equinox thing, light shadow. Uh, yeah, my name is Gracie Madnug. I'm like 5'2". I have beautiful melanated black skin and red hair and glasses. And I have a cyber arm that can shoot missiles. Mr. Slugger, would you care to go next? He says, what you see is what you get. I'm a mutant from the sewers. And I am doing this because I want to go home. And I am in prison because I beat up like 30 some odd cops. And on your right wrist, you would notice that you have what essentially looks like a, uh, you know, like a digital clock type thing. A little more, uh, high tech. This is the device you will be using as a GPS and a communication device. Also, if you try to run away or otherwise go off script in a mission, this device will put millions of volts through your body and you'll die a horrific death. Do we understand each other? A foot tall idol to an ancient god named Tlaloc. Tlaloc was an ancient Aztec rain god. Now your job is to go to the St. John of the Cross Cathedral, get the idol of Tlaloc, and throw it into the fucking sea. And you all look up and you see this crazy-eyed, wild-haired figure, incredibly disturbingly thin, with this toga and a whacked-out smile, who Equinox, you would immediately recognize as Dionysus, the Greek god of wine, festival, and madness. This stained-glass window shatters, this gigantic 14-foot demon standing in front of you. I'd like to shout at the demon question. Who are you? What do you want? And why should we give a shit? My name's Palafar, and I wish to plunge this world into eternal darkness. I will give him the thing. Never! And I throw a shuriken at the bastard like fuck no. This ancient artifact collides with the ground. Balathar, the Balor King, looks up at the lot of you and lets out this mighty bellowous roar. And with that, we kick things off by rolling initiative. 
Hell yeah. Oh, a whole whopping three. Let's see. Seven. Hopefully that got a shitty roll out of the way. 20 total for me. 15 plus four. Uh, so it's 15 plus six, so it's 21. All right, so top of the round. Pintar, you are up first, so I'm saying that you're maybe 40, 50 feet away from this thing. You know, you're in this old Spanish-style cathedral where this gigantic 14-foot winged Balor King just burst through the window and angry screaming at you. And he's looking at all of us like is he just sort of screaming in our general direction. It's it's obvious that he intends to cause some ruckus. What I want to do is uh, uh, put on or activate or wear my uh, chameleon cloak so that he can't see me. Ooh. And uh, and I'm not sure what the complications are to, to getting that on my bod. I feel like that would be a standard action because you're putting on a thing of clothing. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I will also have you roll me a stealth check to see if you can put on your stealth suit without being noticed. How ironic would it be if you bungled this one? A little too ironic. Yeah, um, let's see here. Don't you think? <laughs> Nat 20 plus, you know, my, uh, just, uh, Damn. Don't even sweat the math. It's a Nat 20. Yeah, you... I'm Pitar. Dude, you didn't even notice you put on this suit. <laughs> You were sitting there pooping yourself over a giant demon, and the next thing you know, you couldn't see it no more. Pintar doesn't have a butthole, so that's not happening. Oh, we're not gonna go into the ramifications of this into the wider world building. <laughs> He's like a Namekian. They just, they live off water and sunlight. We sweat our poop. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> fascinating. No, it's not. Um... That no, uh, I believe you still have a move action. I do, and I'm going to um, uh, sort of wrangle my way closer to. Um, I want to. I, what I want to do is get sort of behind him, or or just sort of, you know, out of his, you know, cone of whatever comes out of his mouth, or and uh, behind him so that I can assess weakness. What is your speed? Two miles, uh, 30 feet per round. Um, okay, that's what I mean, 30 feet per round. So you won't be able to get quite behind him. Uh, you can get basically right in his face, but if you roll a stealth check, because there's a bunch of broken glass that you're going to have to step on, so audio could potentially give you away. If you roll me a stealth check, you could get uh, hidden behind a pew real close to him. Nice. I rolled a 16 plus 4. I'm doing some good rolling tonight. Oh, yeah, like a sparrow in the breeze without a sound. Do you want to use extra effort or anything like that? Or I, What I want to do is, is assess, like, any kind of weakness or some, you know, is there, like, a Death Star hole, uh, you know, next to his temple? Or is he, like, scaled? Or what, what's his story, like, as far as that goes? Uh, yeah, do you have assessment? No, I don't really. I you know I can read minds. So um, is he? Does he have a mind I can read? You know what? We'll go ahead and do it that way. If you wanna kind of scan his mind, I do. DC twenty, subtle two, undetectable, standard perception sustained. So let's see how that goes. Okay, so. 
you're able to fish around this thing's minds while taking in its physical form. You can see that a lot of its body is covered in, like, these thick black scales that act as armor, shining like obsidian. But you see that there are these bits and cracks within the scaling where it looks almost like a magma-like flesh bubbles from underneath. Intense. Do I have the opportunity to, because I, I won't, wouldn't want to say it out loud because, of course, he, he would see me, but I can communicate with folks. Can I give them the message broadcast to them? Yeah, communicating is a free action. And we have previously established that you're able to yeah. you know, use your mind control powers to send the message to you, your fellow comrades. So, yeah, that's no problem. So I'd be like, heads up, humans. I don't know what this is, but it's got magma for guts. Do you want to uh, use a hero point or anything like that to eat the fatigue from the extra effort? No, I don't think so. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you are fatigued, which halves your movement speed going forward. Slugger, you are up. You have this uh, giant demon motherfucker in front of you. Would I be able to make an assessment using insight, use a power, move, and attack in the same turn, or is that all way too much? The assessment, I think you'd be able to do that as a free action. The reason that I had Troy roll for it was because he was doing the extra step of using his mind-reading abilities. Is Skarmor, where it says uh, plus seven toughness, is that like a buff that I drop, or is that all the time? That is just all the time. Yeah, that's passive. Let me see, my insight is plus five... Um, so that's going to be a 17 on the insight check to see what this fool is all about. So with the knowledge that Pintar had already given you about the gaps in this thing's natural armor, you notice that the largest collection of these gaps is in the torso region, like any of the parts where, like, a body part connects to another, like, you know, torso the shoulder, torso the neck, torso the, like, leg. What do his knees look like, and how tall is he? His knees look like they've got some gaps in them, and he looks like he could be about three feet shorter. All right. <laughs> I would like to uh, do what I do best, move move straight to him, and uh, wielding La Signora aloft like the avenging angel she be. I would like to break his leg if I can. Has to hit him just in the side of the knee as hard as I can. Inward. Roll for schmacking. It's a plus 15 on top of an 18. Holy shit. God fuck. 33 altogether? Yeah. So, I want you to describe to me how you obliterate this demon's kneecap with a baseball bat. You fucking mad lad. So I believe uh, the particular ligament, at least in the human body, is called the LCL, and it's the outside of your knee. Uh, pretty much that has no range of motion. So if you hit that really hard, even with like your fist, your leg pretty much collapses inward. So his leg is broken out from under him. You fucking obliterate this thing's leg, and it's- The sound of shattering glass, perhaps? If you're talking obsidian. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I like that so much that I'll give you a hero point for it, partner. Oh. Are his knees pouring out lava? Or his knee? It's a one knee? Oh, yeah. There's like lava starting to kind of goop up on the ground around him. In a church? 
like his blood is lava. Yeah. So extra effort, would I be able to do per se retreat and throw another shuriken perhaps at his temple? Yeah, you could do the retreat part without, well, depending on how far you want to go, I guess you wouldn't need extra effort for that, but the throwing a shuriken at him would require the extra effort, yes. You got a hero point, spend the bad boy. Yeah, sure he can. <laughs> Season finale, spend the hero points, smoke them if you got them. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to move back and throw a shuriken right at right at the old noggin now that he's lower. Okay. Are you looking to get about as like far away from this thing as you can, or about how far are you looking to get back away from it? Uh figure out that first, I guess. Put about ten feet between me and him. Alright, uh roll for shuriken. Rolling for shuriken. That is going to be an 11 plus an 11, so for a 22. Yeah, that is going to just barely hit. What's the DC on that? Uh, DC on that is 16. And I would like to add as one final note, I push the button on the side of my head and I play Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. Nice. Solid, (laughs) solid. So, you throw these, uh, shuriken at it, and they manage to hit him, but they hit the more armor, the parts of him. Uh, you manage to piss him off more than anything with this, but, no, you've, you've got his full attention at this point. That is going to take it to Miss Madnug. Alright. Is this lava monster guy holding something? Do I know that? Like, perception? Like, anything in the hands? Uh, no, the only thing in his hand right now is, uh, the shattered remains of what was once his leg. Oh, like, he's holding his leg? The artifact that you guys are looking for is just sort of haphazardly on the ground. Oh, okay, so, like, he doesn't have, like, a a weapon. He is the weapon. More or less, yeah. Okay, I want to, like, shoot them in, in the hands, like, stigmata, because we're in a church. And I was like, stig, lava... Am I allowed to roll for that? Not only are you allowed to roll for that, but I'm going to give you a fucking hero point for that god-awful pun. Well, well earned. And it's a one. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. A one plus what? Oh, that's an 18. Yeah, hell yeah. Look at that. Yeah, it meets it, beats it. So what's the DC on that? That's 20. Okay, so. You're like, that's how I express confidence? (laughs) With a question mark? (laughs) You unleash a volley of bullets. This demon lord kind of seeing this coming is able to uh, use its gigantic bat wings to kind of cover itself up, shielding itself up from most of the damage. However, a couple of bullets do manage to go through, and they hit pick a hand. Let's start with the left hand, because that's on the side where the heart is. I don't know if magma lords, magma daddies have that, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so a couple of bullets uh, run right up the Magma Daddy's left arm and pierce through its hand. Uh, I believe you still have your move action? No, I'm just gonna stay, I'm just gonna stand here and look with a gaping mouth, like <gasps> It is now Balathar's turn. Yeah, Balathar has just had this torrent of bullets unleashed on it. Uh, it's got these big 
obsidian yet still leathery bat wings covering it. Once the barrage of bullets stops, its wings fly open, and with its undamaged right hand, it seems to reach within itself, pulls out a rib which it uses as the handle for this big fiery whip, which it swings in the direction of the Machinist Daughter and Equinox. Gracie, does a 17 hit your dodge plus 10? Um, 20. Yeah, that does not hit. Does a 23 hit you? Fuck you. <laughs> DC of 19, so roll a toughness against that. Oh, my toughness is a 9. So that's 24. Swings wide enough to where, Gracie, you're able to just, like, sort of boogie on over to the side and get the fuck out of the way of this thing. Equinox, would you like to explain how your mother's love saved your ass there? Homie swings his rib whip at me in jumping back. I tried to, like, get out of the way, but it was still going to get me. And then last moment, kind of see, feel good, little glowy. My mom, like, reached her hand out and, like, pulled me, like, by the shoulder back a bit more. Because I wasn't going to make it. Oh, I really like that. With uh, his last little bit of energy left this turn, he's going to try and not stand up, but get himself in a more stable position where he's able to use his wings to better defend himself. And from there, Equinox, yeah. you've just been saved by your mother, and now it is your turn. Make her proud, buddy. Yep. So as Mama yanks me back, I land on my feet, and I immediately take off in a dead fucking sprint, and I run, and then I, like, baseball dive, and as I'm going through uh, Homeboy's legs, I want to pull back a shot from my shadow bow and shoot him in the taint, and then grab the artifact and go into the shadows. Assuming that uh, the first one goes well, I will have you roll three things. The first is going to be an athletic check on the initial run-up and slide. Okay. If that succeeds, then you will roll an attack check. Regardless of how that attack check goes, you will roll an athletic uh, acrobatics check to scoop up the plot McGuffin. Okay. Okay, so first roll me that athletic check. Plus six. Sixteen. Alright, so roll, uh, roll to attack the grundle. There's a phrase you don't hear every day. Twenty-two. What's the DC on that? Twenty-five. Ooh. Ooh. So, you're not able to do, like, a great deal of damage here, but, you know, you've managed to get an arrow in a, uh, rather uncomfortable... Crease in the folds is the phrasing I'm going to go with here. And now, finally, I want you to roll me that uh, acrobatics check to see if you're able to grab the MacGuffin. Dude, I think he just shot him right between the MacGuffins. A dirty 20. (laughs) A very dirty 20. Tainted, almost. So, with a dirty 20, you almost fumble it, but you do manage to grab the MacGuffin. Back into the to the shadows. Uh, do you want to use extra effort or anything? Do you have anything else, or are you good? What I'll do then is, from the shadow, since I can't be seen, I will use my shadow bind to take his other leg that isn't uh, fucking clobbered and uh, make sure that his ass can't go nowhere. Hold him in place. 
Ooh, or wings. Can I like hold wings back? You can go ahead and try the wings. I think I've got something fun for that. That sounds scary. I think I'm going to take the leg. Okay. This thing sees it coming and just uses its big... I the shadows. What the fuck did this bitch see? It lives in hell. I think he's pretty well acquainted with shadows. Do you want to use a hero point or anything to eat the fatigue? Yeah, may as well. That way, like, whatever the fuck else happens to me, I don't have any negatives from the extra effort. So I believe that that means that you have no hero points. So from there, it is going to go to the top of the round again, Pintar. Pintar. You, from uh, a distance far too close, you know, when this thing got its leg shattered out from underneath it, you know, you had to kind of duck a little lower on the pews to keep from, like, some of its lava flesh stuff splatting you right in the face, but you've managed to keep yourself safe there amongst all the chaos. What's you up to now, buddy? What is his neck looking like? You know what? Uh, if you want to roll me a perception real quick. And he's a demon, not an alien? Yeah, he's like some weird fucked up demon thing. So eight plus eight, 16. Much like the rest of its body, it looks like the uh, main tract of his throat has like a series of like smaller scales that cover up and down it. But like the rest of him, there are little gaps here and there where the flesh is able to breathe, as it were, where... Uh, you would probably be, uh, with good enough aim, uh, be able to maybe get an attack off. Well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to use my blaster, uh, what am I going to get? My blaster rifle, my Seltroxy rifle with a damage of 10. All right. And I rolled a 13. Uh, which is going to hit it. So what's the DC on that? The DC is 25. You know, the armoring around its throat in particular, you know, being one of the more vital areas of its body, uh, is, you know, a bit more layered. Uh, however, due to the energy-based nature of your weapon, it's able to kind of literally get in between the cracks and singe away at this thing. It lets out kind of a hellacious growl in response. Yeah, something like that. With that, though, you uh, do still have your movement action. Uh, so I, I presume once I use my rifle, he'll have a notion of where I'm at. He's got a lot of shit coming at him right now from a lot of different angles, so... Roll me another stealth check. Let's see if you gave your position away. doodle doo 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 and I rolled a 17. Uh, 21. Oh yeah, you're fine. Sweet. Uh, I'm not going to move. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Do you want to use extra effort again to try and get him? You know, I think I do. I, I think I want to use extra effort. How does that How does that work? So yeah, if you were to do that again, you would become exhausted, uh, which means that you would have a negative two circumstance bonus to everything. Of course, you could fatigue that with one of your two hero points I believe you have. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my um, uh, just in the same way I did prior. I'm gonna um, fire my Seltroxy rifle into his uh, neck scales. Okay, uh, and I am gonna have you roll another stealth check at the end of this to see if you give away your position. Go ahead and roll the attack check first. I roll a nineteen. 
And uh, what's the DC on that? Uh, the DC is 25. Basically, to the exact same result, uh, you're able to, you know, chip away at this thing a little bit more. You're not doing he no longer has a leg damage, but uh, you are definitely hurting this thing nonetheless. Okay, cool. And you are using the hero points, so you are not exhausted, but you are still fatigued. Cool. All right, we'll go back to fatigued. From there, we move on to the slugger. I've been consulting with that madman in my head, and uh, we're going to break the other one. Break the other leg. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll to see if you can smack him. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, duck between his legs and uh, go for uh, now the MCL, the inner knee. And that is going to be a 13 plus 15 to hit. So a 28. 28 altogether. That is going to hit. What's the DC on that? 20. Final note. Bat out of hell, meatloaf. <laughs> Good. You don't manage to completely blow his kneecap this time, but, you know, with that said, uh, you do still manage to smack him pretty good. Uh, how does that look like? I imagine that with one leg messed up, the other one, as you say, uh, taking a significant amount of damage, there's probably a uh, sharp crack, and he is now kind of kneeling in the middle of this cathedral space. I feel like I'm not going to create any distance. I feel like I want to finish this. I think I'll take the hero point and I'm going to try and go for like a running leap and like club him over the back of the horns or the head or whatever he's got. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll that attack. Um, that is going to be a 12 plus a 15 for a 27 to hit with a DC 20. All right, that is going to hit DC 20. Again, this isn't battle-changing damage, but you do manage to, you know, smack him right between the horns, one four. From there, it is going to go back to Lady Madnug. I'm looking there, and I'm like, wow, look at these people. Like, I want to use my cyber arm, but I just want to throw, like, a regular, like, punch straight into the belly of the beast. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to close that distance, but you can run up and... Yeah, how far am I away? That wouldn't be an issue. I, I want to go through him. Well, let's see what the dice have to say about that. Three. Okay, so a three plus 14. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is not going to hit. This thing manages to, like, anime-style, last possible second pivot. You two look each other in the eye as you fly past him. I like that, though. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. Unless you want an extra effort or anything. I believe that's about your turn. No, I'm good. In that case, it is going to go to Balathar, and while Gracie whizzing right past him is the obvious choice, Slugger, you've been fucking him up. So this thing is going to kind of take a moment to steady its position a little bit more as it properly gets its stance. It starts to swing this fiery whip towards you, but in mid-swing, the flames of this whip harden into this sharp obsidian blade. Is your dodge plus 10 higher than a 17? My dodge plus 10 is 19. 
good news for you is that this thing does manage to avoid the blow. Dirty Dark Souls roll, just like, with even with the clanking of equipment and all the crap that I have tied to my body, I just kind of fling my carcass out of the way. This thing, realizing that this battle is not going the way it had hoped, lowers itself a bit. You see its wings cover it up again like it was when uh, Racy was shooting at it earlier. But you see that it starts to glow like a fire that you had just thrown kerosene on. And it flings its body open and this large wave of fire shoots across the entirety of the church. Right to left from my perspective. So we're going to start off with Dan. Uh, these are all going to be dodge checks, by the way. Oh, okay. So first, does a 19 hit you? Nine. I got a 21. All right. Uh, Troy, does a 15 hit you? Okay, so my dodge is 10 plus 10. It's 20, so you're good. Racy, does 15 hit you? Dodge plus 10. 25? You're fine. Oh, hey, it actually rolled good. Slugger, uh... Yes. Dodge plus 10, uh, does a 23 hit you? A 23 will hit indeed. Holy fuck, I hit something! Yeah! Yay! Let me boo! And the DC on that is a 21. Uh, my toughness is an 11 plus an 18. So, everyone else is able to hit the ground, get out of the way, dive behind a pew, however everyone else gets out of it. Slugger, you just sort of stand there and take the full brunt of it. This thick, leather-like skin that you have developed from years and years of battling in the underground, managing to protect you from this fiery wave. Ouch. My eyebrows! <laughs> or my eye- I, I guess actually, pardon me, my ba- my balaclava that I'm wearing, because I haven't actually shown my face yet. Am I damaged? Am I hurt? Uh, no, you're Gucci. Equinox, you're up. Because I'm in the shadows and behind him, I want to take a running leap as high as I possibly can, and then take both of my light blades and then go down his wings. Oh, hell yeah. To get the full effect of that, I will have you roll me a either acrobatics or athletics, whichever is higher, for the jump. Oh, nat 20, bitch! Dude, I'll give you a plus two circumstance bonus on the attack for that, just to be nice. So they're extra pointy? Yeah. Plus nine is... Yeah, 22. Did you add your plus two from the, your perfect jump? <gasps> 24. Definitely fucking hit him. What's the DC on that? 26. He fucking whiffed that one, so go ahead and describe it to me. You know, like, the blue pool tarps that you put across the pool? Like, like during the winter, and then, like, but instead of, like, just, like, reeling it back in, I just fucking, like, slice through it, and then there's, like, all the debris and nastiness that's been building up, because, one, he's a demon from hell, and also the pool thing gets really gross, too. While this certainly would not have worked with a normal blade... These are blades of condensed light. Yes, with your magical blades of condensed light, you are able to tear through this thing like a knife. Finger through toilet paper. 
I was going to say a knife through a pool tarp to keep up with what you said before, but that works too. <laughs> when you do this, you see that, like, it just sort of starts to melt away. Ooh. Like, you rip away the last little bit of, like, structural integrity holding its form together. And as it bubbles away into a pool that starts to fade through the cracks of the stone itself, this thing mumbles out, This planet has not seen the last of me! No! And don't come back! <laughs> you have the plot, MacGuffin? See. With the demon gone now, you know, as you hold it, you can hear the sounds of the ocean, as previously established. You can hear the sounds of the ocean, like, moving, and you can hear it, like, going back down the staircase. Oh, something else down there. Don't mind if I skedaddle on down there? What's everyone else up to? We'll follow Dan. I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna stick close to the folks that just helped me kick a demon's ass, like... We're, we're doing that Fast and the Furious thing. We're family now, in a loose sense. The sound leads you back down into the basement. In the middle of this basement, there's this big, elegant, Roman-looking fountain that definitely was not there before. The sounds of the ocean that were emanating uh, from this ancient artifact are now bubbling forth from the waters of this fountain that has sprung up out of nowhere. Ooh, hot dude nymph, hot dude nymph. Let's go. What's coming out? So y'all's uh, wristlets kind of crackle back open. Jesus Christ, am I coming through? This guy. Unfortunately. I've been trying to get through to you for the past fucking 20 minutes. What's been going on? You know what? It doesn't even matter. Do you have the fucking ancient thing? We have the fucking ancient thing. Stick it in some water. I watched a movie like that, and I created some things that were not so nice. Somebody dunk the damn thing, then. Wait, who's holding it right now? Equinox. All right. You gotta put this shit in the water. Okay, I dunk it. What? What's happening? Yeah, uh, you kind of, you know, you're holding a statue and plopping in there. For a moment, nothing happened. Well, as you put the thing in, and all of a sudden, the room, for a flash, envelops in this bright white light. All you can perceive is this white light. Every other sense you have makes it seem as though you're on a beach. Like, this warm ocean area. And then you're brought right back to reality, where you're back in this basement. The fountain, as well as the ancient artifact, are gone. Gracie and Pintar, your wristlets have gone staticky again. You hear a pounding coming from, like, the wall. Let's say behind Gracie. Knockback? Knockback with what? <laughs> Emphasis? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just kind of smack against the wall with the bed? Just... <sighs> so you do that, 
And when you do it, it sounds metallic. Hmm. Can I read any minds or sense any, uh... A perfect, Pintar. Uh, I want you to roll me a perception check. And it rolled a 19. Uh, yeah, plus 8. You have been stuck on this fucking planet for so long. Yeah, I hate it here. That the name of the material escapes you. But you know for a fact you have heard that exact sound from metal before. It's a very distinct noise. Which is used in every automatic door, kitchen appliance and car, anything that requires metal that is mass-produced on a certain planet is made out of this shit. Moral of the story is, that ain't a human sound, brother brother. So I'm going to not share that information with any of my cohorts. <gasps> okay. I'm just going to say, that sounded like metal. After Slugger hits it, you hear... Oh, God, please help. Oh, God. Please, I, don't, I was running through some tunnels. And, oh, no, how to get... Just, just calm down, okay? I can't. I'm freaking the fuck out. Clearly, but you need to calm down. Ah! We've got some civilians behind this metal. The slugger is actually going to call out beyond this presumed door. Are either of you priests? <laughs> Answer very carefully. I am definitely not a priest. And neither is my lawyer friend here. So uh, is my knowledge of this, uh, like, knowing that it is a, a metal that is used not on this planet, am I uh, able to kind of, like, get a sense of, like, where sort of, is there, like, a little switch, like, uh, on the back of a hatchback or something? or? Uh... Let's go with a expertise, alien culture, or technology, whichever one happens to be higher. Uh, technology for sure. Uh, 15 plus 13, 28. While doors here have, like, door handles, you know, these doors more have a part that you're supposed to swipe your hand along. If you open one of these doors, you've opened 10,000 of these doors. It's a rubbing thing. So I'm like, ba -da -ba -ba -ba, I'm rubbing it. Yeah, you, you knew just how to rub up against it. So yeah, you open this thing up. You see two men in front of you, both dressed very nicely, both of them looking rather young, uh, as a matter of fact. One of them is full-on panicking, the other one, you know, he looks cautious, but significantly calmer. Equinox, you would immediately recognize the one who's panicking mm -hmm. as one William Wallace Wondertainment III. The guy who you saved in the last adventure. It's three dubs cubed. Quick point of order. Um, when they see me, are they freaked out? William Wallace Wondertainment comes running out of this tunnel, and at first he sees the gigantic robotic arms of one Gracie Madnock and just, oh my god! And then he sees this scarred form, because uh, you had all your clothes burned off, so just this scarred form covered in, like, tattered armor, this scary-looking slasher villain that is the slugger, and he goes, oh, oh, fucking shit, and then he sees Equinox, because, oh, you actually look pretty normal, and then he sees Pintar, and then just, ah, ah, and then he, like, fucking runs off and hides behind a crate. You see his lawyers just calmly step out from the tunnel. 
thank you for that. You might recognize my client, that's William Wallace Wondertainment III, CEO of Wondertainment Industries, and uh, useless prick. <laughs> I thought you were the liar, buddy. Oh, I... I am too tired of this guy's shit to lie about him anymore, sir. I am reconsidering my employment status as we speak. Do I know what they're in? Like, what is the thing that they're in? Is it a ship? It's essentially the tunnels that you guys were in before. Okay. Just a secret part of it, which, you know, makes sense if it's blending into walls and shit like that. But yeah, this lawyer uh, will say that he's standing in front of you, Slugger. He kind of sticks a hand out. Hi there, uh, I'm Josh Goldberg. I'm a lawyer. The Slugger puts his entire hand over the man's face and just kind of pushes him away and says, No, thank you. <laughs> I should be uh, used to that. Mr. Wondertainment, ah! I'm not moving! I'm not moving! I'm not moving! <sighs> Sir, I quit. <laughs> and he goes to start to try and walk away. Anybody got $5, I'll suplex? Hmm. <laughs> I do. And you all turn around, and who else is there but Dionysus himself? <laughs> oh, great. Oh. Oh. Ah! 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 Would you shut the fuck up? Hey, what's going on everyone? It's Popin' Up here. We're on the last ride in this little Redacted Rangers miniseries. It's been really cool to be able to work with everyone here. Um, again, shoutouts to Jordan, Quinn, Troy, Alex, Joe, and Goldie for joining us. You guys been great. So, RC made me be the bearer of bad news on this one. We're gonna have to delay the Season 3 premiere. We're currently planning for October 23rd to make sure that we can get it done right. Don't worry though, the man gang is gonna be back together before you know it. The good news is that this week we've got the first of the Horrorween streams. Wednesday, October 4th at 7pm EST on Control Alt Quinn's Twitch channel. Be sure to see your boy, is me, as well as RC and Quinn, and our new friend, Mother of Carp, fighting for our lives. On October 9th, we're gonna have the 5 year anniversary stream, and October 18th, we'll have our second Horrorween stream. Keep an eye out on social media for more details. Lastly, we put together a little four-question survey in the show notes for Redacted Rangers. We'd really love to hear how you guys felt about the series. But hey, that about does it for me. Let's pop in with our sponsor. <laughs> Surprise, it's me again, motherfuckers. You guys know the drill. I've got a new album. It's got silly raps. It's got dope-ass dance music. It's got music that's appeared on this very show. It's even got a cover of Happy Happy Joy Joy for all you early Nickelodeon kids. So go on to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you guys check out your music and listen to my new album. Walking through the rain to a cafe to write down my private thoughts in my journal while crying into a half-eaten pastrami that I did not buy at the cafe. Yes, that's the name of the album. Wondertainment, you brought me here. Why are you so pissed off that I keep showing up to the party? Josh Goldberg does not look happy. Didn't I kick your ass already? No, I do believe that, that was one of my dragons. Although I do have to say, 
You performed admirably. <laughs> I do believe that this party can't end until we properly dealt with our guest of honor. He looks directly at Wondertainment here before giving a wide pan across look at the rest of you. But it seems like the last time I tried to celebrate our guest here, you motherfuckers got in the way. Yeah, well. So, how about we handle this? Like men. Or robot lady thing. <laughs> or aliens. And he uh, starts to float up in the air a bit. He dramatically thrusts his arms outward. And you see this big old flash of pink light before these uh, four big jewels begin to float around the basement and encase it in like this energy bubble, not unlike the one that covered the church initially when you guys got to it. He grins and he says, oh, I almost forgot. The way I see it, there's one, two, three, four, if you include the cowards, five, six of you here. Wouldn't be fair if it was a one-on-one -on -one fight, now wouldn't it be? Oh boy. Oh boy, indeed. I roll with a posse too. And he throws open a portal at the top of the arena. And from it, spring. One big stone giant, a sphinx swoops through, a big gigantic blue dragon springs forth, lightning shooting from its snout, and finally the Hydra, which Dionysus has been with this whole time, emerges. Dionysus hops up on the Hydra's back and screams out, <laughs> I like togas. They're comfy and easy to wear. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, that is about to be initiative. I wanted to scream into the, um, screaming into the wristband. Are you leaving us here to tend to these, you know, new creatures? Are you, like, send reinforcements, uh, help, help us out. We are fighting and I'm gonna just kind of run, rattle it off. No, there's a lot of disturbance, but, uh, for a brief moment, you know, it's clear enough, just, Enter. So many of them trying to get inside the church. Midnight gangs trying to fend them off. It might just be you fighting it. We're trying to same pick and it goes completely static. Well, it's us against all of this. Alright. <laughs> If you ask me, I think we need to go, we need to get the Dionysus and focus on, on the summoner. You are in the middle of a giant pink dome powered by these four magical crystals. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna roll. 18. Mine's also 18. Mine is 20. 21. What's your modifier, Damos? Plus six. Okay, so you go first then. Because we both got 18 with our bonuses, but you have the higher modifier, so you go first. Also, you know what? I've been thinking about your Pope when you said I didn't remember what the medal was. Um, I've got perfect memory. Ah, yes, of course. It was made out of Ubalubitronium. <laughs> of course it was. I know that already. I could have told you. Top of the round, Dionysus. 
Equinox, you are the one with previous experience with Dionysus, so he is going to look at you. You there. I'm gonna take your skin and wear it like a fucking coat. And I'm gonna find a way to harness your mother's love and drink it like a cocktail. Unpleasant. He is trying to, you know, taunt you, more or less, so that is going to be his deception versus either your deception or your insight, whichever one would be higher for you. I believe I've got those skills right anyway. 16. The good news is, it doesn't quite work. Do you have a retort for him? Yeah, I want to tell him his toga looks stupid and his threats are infantile. Pintar, you're up. Can I read the god's mind? You can certainly try. So, uh, I believe that had a DC that I was rolling against? Uh, yes. Uh, 100. No, that doesn't sound right. DC 20. So, you try to get within this god's mind, and you start to hear, hmm, yes, strategy. Strategy. Well, the first, most important part of strategy is to not think of strategy when there's some twat in your fucking mind. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> These gods are insufferable. How how heavy is um, Dionysus? Yeah, like a buck thirty. I can't really, I want I want to like telekinesis him into some kind of a thing. But look at one of the crystals. I'm going to fire on it with the closest one with my rifle. Go ahead and roll an attack. A six. Overall? 16. So with a 16, you shoot this thing, and you notice, pick a number, one through four. Mm, three. It doesn't break, but it cracks. Oh. Like a very thick glass that starts to spider web. Mm-hmm. And you do that, and Dionysus just kind of hisses out, Hey, you better don't, buddy. I'm going to better do... How are, how are they configured? North, south, east, west. Like kind of uh, equal, equidistant from each other in a... Yep. And, and how far away is the closest one to me? Right now, you're still roughly where that fountain was, which was smack dab in the middle of this basement area. 50, 60 feet either direction. Okay. And I'm st- am I still... I'm fatigued? You are. Thank you for reminding me of that. Damn it. I mean... I want to damage the, the, that thing again, and so either I shoot it or, or I bludgeon it or I do something bad to it. I don't know. No one's gone near it. Well, I want to telekinetically throw it at another one of it. Because you did just shoot at it, I will say that that'll count as your move action, since you haven't really moved around. So I am going to have you make a move object roll in this case, so it's going to be whatever you roll, plus one. Fourteen plus one, so fifteen. You're able to kind of wiggle it, but, you know, you're not able to, like, really get in there. Okay. So unless you wanted to use extra effort of any kind, that will be your turn. I do want to use extra effort, even though that puts me dangerously close to being incapacitated. I'm going to use um, my uh, rifle, and I'm going to shoot it at the same spot on the same cracked thing. All right, yeah, grip it, rip it. And I rolled a 16 plus, what, 10, so 26. You take aim and you fire upon this crystal a second time and it shatters. Mm. This um, big pink dome. It goes from 
opacity 100 to opacity 75. There's no need to be coy about trying to describe it. That's what happened. I have Photoshop, I know. Yeah. Dionysus glares daggers in ya. I told you, you better fucking don't. You fucking did. Now you're gonna fucking find out. I'm gonna telepathically just tell all the rest of the folks, go for the crystals. From there, it is going to go to Gracie. First and foremost, I want to use my missiles, and I want to shoot the stone giant in the face. I know that I got, like, a message that was, like, the crystals. I mean, there are still all these bad guys here that need to be dealt with, so I get it. So what I need to do in that case is I'm going to be rolling a DC-20 dodge check for uh, actually three of the five guys. Um, let's go ahead and start with, you said you were aiming specifically for the stone giant? Yeah, yeah. Definitely hit the stone giant. The dragon next to him also gets fucking whale. Let's see if you're also able to get the sphinx in this blast radius. So, you unleash this barrage of missiles, which manage to smack right up against into this stone giant, catching the big blue dragon in the blast radius. The sphinx that was also standing right there kind of sees what's happening, and it be smaller, more nimble, able to fly easier, is able to kind of zip out of the way of it. Let's roll some toughness checks. They're trying to beat a 25. Shoot these missiles off. And they hit the stone giant, right? And you can see that, like, the stone itself composing this thing begins to crack. Not shatter, but start to, like, crack and crumble a little bit. This dragon that you got uh, in the cross radius, though, he takes some pretty significant damage to, let's say, his right wing. You managed to char it really badly. It does not look like this thing is going to be flying anytime soon. That whole side's not looking great either, but, like, the wing in particular is, like, you mangled this fucking thing. Oh, good for me. You know, the dragon kind of snarls and snaps towards you. The stone giant has no reaction for its face is stone and cannot move. But that is your attack. You still have a move option, if you so please. It's also the extra effort route. No, I'm good. I'm good. So Dionysus is on the back of the Hydra, right? Yes. Are we underground or are we on the surface? We're in the church basement. So you're in, like, a church basement, but it's been given, like, boss arena rules where you've got room to maneuver. You know, chalk it up to God's manipulating reality. Well, so the reason I ask, um, favorite environment, I get a circumstance bonus to attack or defense in an environment. I'm gonna give that to you because, fuck it, that's fun. Second question, how close am I to, um, Rich Boy? Within, like, five feet of you, cowering behind some bullshit? Uh, for that matter, so is the lawyer. Josh Goldberg didn't manage to escape the area, so they're both, like, fucking hiding. We are at the top of the round, meaning that it is Dionysus' turn, and 
uh, Equinox is about to get attacked, Dionysus is going to throw open one of his portals, kind of peek through it real quick. Equinox, from, like, kind of your side, you're going to see this portal pop open, and, like, as soon as you register it, you're going to see, like, Dionysus's upper half pop out of it and try to lunge at you with this big, well-used-looking uh, Roman-style spear. Oh. Your dodge plus ten. Yeah. Is it greater than a six? Uh, just by a little bit. Uh, we're, we're looking at a 21 here. Well, you're okay. Yeah, he's going to uh, finish off by using his move by action to kind of re-portal back to where he was. And just dejected, just, oh, but I wanted to hit him. Oh. And from there, we go to Pintar. Yeah, so I'm I'm focused on those crystals. Uh, we destroyed one, right? Yep, you destroyed uh, one out of the four. Going to shoot the north with my rifle. Pew pew. All right, grip it, rip it. Eighteen. Na, 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 na. DC twenty-five. Yeah, so you lift up your rifle. You take a good shot at this thing. You know, you don't like do a significant amount of damage, but you can see that it's starting to crack. Gotcha. It, no, it, it, they're holding up some kind of a dome thing, right? Like, are they creating a dome? Or are they? I guess you could roll, like, a general knowledge to see if you can figure that out. I don't think that you have anything that would be, like, specific to magical dome. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Do do 13 with uh, 7 intellect. I mean, you're not able to get into the weeds with it. Magic isn't your expertise, but you've seen enough battery setups in your life to understand that this is essentially what the crystals are. They're acting as a battery for this gigantic magical dome. That's what you're able to figure out. Nice. Yeah, and I've got a, this drive to, like, get out of here. Like, I want to try to find a, a way to sort of uh, do the thing, but also escape. Um, so that would be my motivation to focus on that stuff. Um, I'm wondering if I can do another thing. You do still have a movement action, and of course you can use extra effort to do another uh, standard action. And part of the other reason why I'm interested in this is because the um, Dionysus was like, don't touch that, <laughs> got really upset about it. Can I do another um, rifle shot? You absolutely can. That would count as extra effort. Uh, yeah. Do you have uh, the hero points to uh, compensate for that, or would you be taking the... I have one hero point left. Okay, so if you wanted to, you could use that. Otherwise, it would be uh, fatigued after that. So I'm using the hero point to stave off the fatigue? Yes, sir. I think I'm going to hold on to the hero point, but okay. with the plan to do that, here we go. Pew, natural 20. Nat 20. Um, So just so I have the number. Uh, DC 25. And that shatters this thing. Nice. You know what? No, tell me what it looks like. My Celtroxy, you know, laser rifle hits the very middle of the crystal gem or the gem floating thingy. And it's uh, just like, you, have you ever seen those, um, uh, when they shoot an arrow through a water balloon and in slow motion, you kind of see it go, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's doing. Except it's also screaming like a human voice. 
<laughs> that's what it that. That's it. That's it. Uh, so yeah, with a horrific low line, this second crystal shatters and like this dome becomes more transparent. You can actually start to like clearly see things that are outside of the dome, like, uh, you know, the staircase out of this basement, for example. You can start to see some of like the structural damage that has been done to this basement by the emergence of this gigantic dome. So great. After we win, we will get crushed to death. With that, it is going to go to Miss Madnug. I just feel like overwhelmed. I've been just blasting, hacking and slashing and blasting all over the place. Can I just cry? That's a free action, right? Like crying is a free action, yes. Like I just have a moment. Oof, this is intense. Is that all you want to do this turn? Don't get me wrong, if you want to spend the whole turn having a mental breakdown, I am more than okay with that. I just want to make sure that that's what you're doing. Ooh, I like that for me. Okay, well, I guess that the, uh, the sight of <laughs> a bunch of fantasy creatures and a literal god in front of you, all of it just sort of becomes too much for you to handle, and you take approximately six seconds to, uh, weep openly about what could have been and what must be. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> then I guess we're going to Slugger. Let me see here. I actually, uh... Can anybody remind me of kind of where I was positioned? I feel like I was moving towards some target or another. Your last turn, you would have shattered the Eastern Crystal. The first crystal. So you would be, um... I guess on the eastern end of the dome, got all the bad guys kind of in one cluster here. Several of your uh, allies kind of RPG style standing in front of them. One of them having a complete fucking mental breakdown, you can't help but notice. What kind of movement am I looking at to get over to the machinist's daughter? You can do that this turn. Would I be able to move and still possibly take an action? Is there a crystal uh, near them? or Gracie's still pretty... Uh, fucking close by to the bad guys. So if you wanted to, you know, take a crack at one of them, you could. If you have any form of ranged shit, then you could run to Gracie and then do that. Uh, if you don't, then you could smack a bad guy and then, I don't know, get like Gracie from where you're at. I'm going to kind of move to uh, to Gracie and kind of give her like a friendly elbow and be like, come on, pull it together. We, you know, let's bust out of this shit and go home. What's the nearest baddie to me at this point? Like, the three larger enemies are all kind of, like, uh-huh. next to each other. Where, where, Where's William Wombat, or whatever his name is, the billionaire, the rich boy? Also hiding nearby. I cast him to the Hydra. <laughs> Eat the rich. You wish to throw the billionaire at the Hydra. Yes, and get up, and get up all up in Dionysus' shit, because I think he was on the Hydra's back. You would be rolling a strength check to throw, either an acrobatic or athletic, whichever one's higher, because I'm a kind and benevolent god, to do the actual jumping up to Dionysus part, and then you'd be rolling to schmack him. Um, so that is going to be a 3 plus 9. Okay, so with that, you're not quite gonna get all of the throw. Ah, what you do manage to do is distract several of these monsters 
And much more importantly, humiliate a billionaire. So I kind of grab him by his suit jacket and give him a shove and say you're up. So athletics or acrobatics, whichever one's higher. Oh, hell yeah. That is going to be 16 plus an 8. Oh yeah, that hits. There's a bunch of lines. There's like a swoosh noise. All of a sudden you pop up in front of Dionysus. And yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna show him the uh, the broadside of uh, La Senora, two. So that'll be a seventeen to hit. So you miss. Damn it! You swing your bat on the follow through. You notice that you just swung your bat through a portal, and you hear from behind you, "Oh, you fucked up." And that would be uh, your turn, unless you want to do any extra effort. No, that's me. <laughs> All right, then it is going to go to Equinox. There are two crystals left, correct? There are, in fact. We have not discussed it with the ability that I have, but, you know, maybe a little uh, extra effort. I have Shadowbind. Can I uh, stunt my Shadowbind and make it so, like, instead of just binding the crystal, it'll bind it and then just constrict and crush the crystal? All right, so, yeah, you can use your hero point to eat the fatigue that you would get from power stunting there, but you can absolutely power stunt that, yes. Yes. And it says the resistance is a dodge check. I have to try and beat a 17. I do not. Uh, I missed by 10. Okay, so I'm trying to beat a 22 here. Sure fucking don't. So, uh, Dan, I would like you to read me the third degree of failure again. Defenseless and immobile. Well, this thing's defenseless, immobile, and it's starting to crack under the pressure. Just because I didn't ask, were you aiming for the southern or the western one? Just so I can keep track. Uh, let's go south. <gasps> ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, I know I power stunted and I used my thing to negate it, but then can I do uh, an extra attack and then this time I'll, like, have the hindered? I mean, you would definitely be taking the fatigue on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth it because this is going to be jazzy. I want to conjure one of my glowing daggers of condensed light. Flip it in my hand and throw it directly at the crystal to break it into a billion pieces. Roll to hit it, and it is going to be significantly easier to hit because you do have a shadow binding. <laughs> Plus nine to nineteen. Yeah, tell me how you break it. Ha ha ha! I conjure the light blade in my hand, flip it, catch it, and give it a quick, and then throw it right at the crystal. And with that, it shatters with. You can almost, like, completely see through this, uh, giant pink barrier, and more importantly, uh, you can start to hear some of this rubble shifting from, uh, atop the barrier. Ooh. And from there, it is going to go to our cavalcade of cartoon villainry, starting off with our Sphinx, who... Seeing uh, Pintar. So this thing is going to dive bomb you and try to swat at you with one of its big old claws. Rude. Dodge plus 10. Does a 17 hit? 20. You manage to uh, narrowly avoid this gigantic angry creature that tried to dive bomb you. Congratulations. The blue dragon is up next and... I think that the blue dragon, seeing that its master, its creator, Dionysus, is being attacked by this uh, 
homeless Casey Jones looking motherfucker. <laughs> this blue dragon is going to whip its neck toward you, slugger, and let out this wave of blue hazy breath with electricity crackling through it right in your general vicinity. Fuck me, I just rolled a mat one on that, so you're Gucci. I'm not even gonna ask what your numbers are. You're fucking fine. We're retiring this dice. <laughs> Two of the dice jail. I have gone through no fewer than, like, six D20s this fucking campaign, and they have all failed me. We're just too good. I have been let down time and time again by small plastic shapes. I used to know what the shapes are called. I don't anymore. I forgot out of spite. So we've got this fucking Hydra, yeah? Seeing that Equinox is also shattering crystals, is going to try and scuttle toward Equinox a little bit and bite at you with one of its heads also stalking the billionaire. Dodge plus 10 does a 15 hit. Nope. 21, baby. You Dark Souls roll out of the way of this gigantic abomination and the billionaire wets himself that tracks from there we've got a stone giant can i hit one thing this round eeny meeny miny dan can i hit you this round dude you've been trying bitch i know i don't like it so stop you're just the most various one i'm not gonna hit gracie she's crying and i'll feel bad please hit me <laughs> Respectfully. Okay, well then Gracie, does the twenty one does the twenty one hit you then? Dodge plus ten. Uh twenty. So what I need now is a uh toughness roll from you. Uh eighteen and my toughness plus ten. So twenty-eight. Oh wow. Okay, so this thing smacks you, but your armor eats it. Ugh. I assume that this is, like, just a little, like, knock-knock, hey, come on back to reality for ya. Oh, yeah, yeah. In fact, how do you react to that, going from, like, well, paint the scene for me? You ever just get so overwhelmed, and then suddenly, like, you're just like, oh, well, this is happening right now. I'm crying. That's kind of what happened. But, like, when I got hit, just get back in the gear of my arms... So, uh, Perry plus 10. We're in close quarters here. That would be 19. Okay, so now you are rolling a toughness check. That'll be an 11 plus 13. So he swings his spear at you. It connects. Uh-huh. What protects you? Your thick, leathery elephant skin or your patchwork fucking bullshit armor? My bullshit armor, baby, and there's just, there's, it's just me underneath. Yeah, he goes to stab at you, uh, you manage to eat all of it with your armor, and Dionysus, realizing that things are very much not going his way with the crystals almost completely destroyed, uh, with his minions all horrifically missing, just, no, 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 no! There goes the Pintar. Is it one crystal that's left? There is the one crystal left. And is Dionysus, like, occupied with his, you know, fit? Or, like, what's he up to? Is he... Let me 
a perception check to kind of get a vibe of the battle right now. Nice. My perception is immaculate. I remember it not being. No, it's not actually that good. Um, one sec. I roll. Oh, boo. I rolled a four. My perception is eight. Your eyes are first drawn to Dionysus, obviously him being the big bad. And you see that he's throwing a bit of a pissy fit. But before you can get too much of a uh, read on what's happening with the rest of the big fuck monsters, Miss Sphinx dive bombs you again and distracts you. Son of a bitch. I'll attack the Sphinx then. Go for it. It is what I squeeze. That is a bad roll. Uh, I rolled an eight. Okay, so that's uh, 18 altogether? Yes, it is. So the bad news is you just narrowly miss. Curses. I mean, like, you singe a feather. Uh, you still have a movement. You can do extra effort since you still have a hero point. Uh, you can end your turn. You can tell me to go fuck myself. I think what I'm going to do is, so there's a one crystal left, right? Yes, sir. I'm going to go for that, and I'll do my extra effort. Oh, wait, can I do extra effort? I'm already kind of... Uh... Yeah, you are fatigued, but you can still use extra effort, and you can use your hero point to make sure that your fatigue doesn't get any worse. That's what I'm going to do. As I roll a... Fun. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I rolled a one. Yeah, your aim is just not there this round, buddy. That Sphinx just pisses me off. <laughs> From there, though, it is going to go to Gracie. You've had a good cry. You wipe away your eye, and what do you do? I, I really want to attack this Sphinx. I got my head in the game. So do you want to use your rockets, your laser? I want to use my rockets. Oh, yeah, I rolled an 18. So, uh, good news, bad news. So with an 18, uh, the bad news is you do not hit the Sphinx. The good news is, with an 18, you do, you also do not hit the alien. Because I believe that your dodge plus 10 is a 21, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, it being a burst area thing, which... Oh, uh... So, uh, you can still move if you wanted to attack again. You can do that with, uh, extra effort. I believe you still have your zero points. I want to use my laser now on the Sphinx. A two. Wait, and okay, so that's ten. So you roll a two plus ten? Yeah. That one is also going to miss. Apparently this Sphinx is a hard-to-hit little bastard. Oh, wow. Alternatively, you could take the fatigue or uh, use the hero point to reroll. Um, no, I'm just going to keep it as is. Uh, from there, it is going to go to the slugger, who is standing on top of a hydra. Uh, yep. Staring down a god. Yeah. I think the slugger is going to box his ears. He's going to take Dionysus' head and he's going to make him an idiot sandwich. Oh, Dionysus, I thought you meant the hydra. I was like, which set of ears? <laughs> All of them. Okay, 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 okay. Um, that is a 16 plus a 17. Yeah, you fucking hit. What's the DC on that? 18. You hit? He does it. Boy, howdy. <laughs> uh, paint the picture for me. The slugger just brings both of his huge, horrible, callous, electric cord-wrapped hands together on either side of this guy's head as hard as he can. 
There's a sound, like smacking a phone book against a wall. You clap his ears, and he kind of grabs his head. Do you want to use extra effort? Do you want to move it all, or is that your turn, buddy? I am thinking that from the from having boxed him in the ears, I'd like to grab his noggin, I'd like to bring it down and knee him in the face as hard as I can. Uh, so yeah, first you want to roll to see if you can grapple the god. Okay, that is going to be a 16 plus a 14. Uh, you grapple that god. Now we are rolling opposing strength check. That's going to be a 13 on the strength check. Well, the good news is you beat this wimpy fuck. <laughs> so you succeed on the grapple and bring down. Now you want to roll on the hit. Uh, that is going to be a 6 plus 16 for a 22. Yeah, you get him. Uh, what's the DC on that? 18. So you probably don't nail him as good as you'd like, but you do manage to, like, kind of graze him pretty bad along the side of his face. Like, kind of drag your knee along it. Nice. Which he... Ah, yeah, you little bastard. Okay, so from the notes I have, I believe that the only one here that still has a hero point is going to be Dan. Remember, yeah, I used it to recover and then did the knife. Well, you know what? I appreciate your honesty. You get a hero point for that. Okay. (laughs) It is your turn, Mr. Hero Point Boy. We got this fucking Sphinx being a bitch. I have accurate attack and power attack. I want to pull my bow back, how like I can create a solid shadow arrow continue to, like, hold it back and just let it, like, build and build and make get one big fucking, basically like a pike flying through the air. Sounds like a power attack. Yeah, and I want to take the full n- minus five. Roll that shit. Well, you told me that I got a thing, so I want to use it to re-roll. Because <laughs> this is uh, now a zero. <laughs> yep, 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 I sure did. Zooey mama! Okay, a 14. And then minus... Um, it's better, but it's still minus five, so nine. And then my bow is a plus ten, so twenty-four minus five is nineteen. Do you get a bonus for Zooey Mama? <laughs> you don't get a bonus for Zooey Mama, but you do fucking hit this thing. Hell yeah! What is the DC on that with your plus five? Thirty. Okay. So how do you kill it? <laughs> giant pike straight through its chest and out the back. And so it is done. Yeah. Okay, so from there it is the blue dragon up first, watching Dan having just killed the Sphinx. Uh, He's going to try and exhale a big old cloud of his lightning breath at ya. If I can find my dice. There it is. Uh, I'm assuming that an 11 doesn't hit you, does it? Nope. Girl, you are feeling yourself. Feeling myself. Feeling myself. The Hydra is going to go for... Let's go, Gracie. So it is going to kind of skitter toward you. One of its heads lingering right over this fucking billionaire who is moments away from crapping his pants. I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that an 11 does not hit you, though. Um, so my parry is a 10. Yeah, this thing misses you. You're able to, 
you know, rocket boot out of the way. We are going to go to the Stone Giant next, who, seeing Pintar uh, off in the distance, Pintar, who's probably just breathing a sigh of relief that this uh, Sphinx has been killed. Right, right. Mal has a giant rock thrown at him. Rude. From the Stone Giants. Uh, does a 13 hit you? It doth not. See, so yeah, this big rock comes up short. And you are safe. Uh, we are back at the top of the round with Dionysus, who is going to try and again lunge at you, Slugger. Alrighty. 17 hit you. My parry plus 10 is a 19. Dionysus just... Oh, fuck this. Then he throws himself back into a portal, which takes him over to the, uh... I believe I said the stone giant was the farthest to the left, so on top of the stone giant's head. The slugger shakes his fist after him, screams, Coward! Pintar. In reference to, like, where the stoned dragon is, I mean, the stoned uh, goblin or whatever he is, and then um, uh, Dionysus, are they are they together? Are they near each other? On the left, you have the hydra. In the middle, the dragon. On the right, stone giant. On top of the stone giant's head, you have our angry little demigod feller. I'm going to shoot him. Okay. Here it comes. It is a... Yay, yay, yay. Three. Oof, plus what? Plus ten. Okay, so thirteen altogether. You said you're going for the stone giant? I was going for Dionysus, who's on the stone giant's head, right? Uh, sadly, that still whips. Boo. Could still extra effort? I'm going to do that. Uh, you do not have a hero point, so you're going to have to take it. Fuck. I rolled a one. <laughs> Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this planet. Double whiffed. Dr. Mad Doug. You're our only hope, Mad Doug. I'm going to go for the crystal with rockets. So, uh, the rockets I actually did wrong last turn. Oh. So, for that, actually, I am going to give you a hero point. Um, so, I am actually rolling against you for that, uh, which should be fun with this crystal. What is the DC on your rocket? Uh, my DC is 25. You uh, launch a rocket at this thing. It hits. You actually see this dome like start to flicker for a minute, which causes a lot of rubble to like start to shift. But uh, the crystal is still intact. The dome does hold still. Okay. So you can still move. You can use extra efforts to do more shit. Or would you like to end your turn? I would like to try and aim towards uh, Dionysus on top of this. I feel like me and this alien have like a little bit of a connection where we're like kind of outsiders. All right. So that is going to be me rolling against your DC again. Yeah, but um, I wanted to use laser. Oh, you wanted to laser Dionysus. Okay. I got a 19. His dodge plus 10 is a 19, so if you got a 19 on a dice, you hit. We don't need to worry about that. So now I'm rolling against DC 21. Tell me what that looks like. Because they're like this being that I hit them, and it was like this really Looney Tunes, like, flubber. Yeah, he full-on rubber hoses. You send them careening against the wall. Dionysus is not out yet, but boy, howdy is he wishing he was. Slugger. You're on top of a Hydra, you're next to a dragon, 
There's a god on the ground behind a stone giant, and there's still a crystal. What would be the, the distance between myself and Dionysus right now? You can hit him with a dive kick, bro. I would like to kind of, like, land with, like, the overhand samurai jack swing with, uh, La Signora. Just a macho man double axe handle, but literally. Yes, yeah, thank you. I did I would, did not have the words for it, but that sounds exactly what I want to do. Roll the snap into a Slim Jim. It's a net 20. <laughs> <laughs> Plus a 12 and a DC of 23. Also, I didn't get to do any special when I critted. Uh, I didn't realize that you critted earlier. My bad. Take a hero point for that goof. Oh, listen to you. I can't do that. Now I feel guilty. But if you insist. May, may I take a secondary uh, attack? Like a follow-up? Sure. So after I've just cracked the uh, cracked him over the head with a bat. He's a demigod. I assume he's not a pile of coconut bits. I assume after he's crumpled a bit, lift him back up and just headbutt him full force. Pause in between those, presses the button on his head and plays this magic moment by the drifters. The second one, he's fine. But the good news is... You knock him the fuck out on that initial swing. <laughs> Come down, you fucking clobber him on the head, you pick him back up, you go to headbutt him, but the guy's so limp, and it feels weird, and I'm assuming you drop him after that. Fantastic. <laughs> Dionysus knocked out. You, uh, see that the last remaining crystal starts to crack and shatter like glass and this gigantic pink dome starts to like flicker on and off and the rubble starts to shift and y'all have a brief moment to get the fuck out of there let's go i would like all of you depending on what is hired to roll me either an athletics or an acrobatics check 10 plus an 8, so an 18. I rolled a 20 plus 4, so 4, I mean 24. Uh, 16 altogether. 25. In the flickers of this gigantic energy dome, you're able to take advantage of one of the brief blips in it to get the fuck out of this basement just moments before the whole thing collapses. Kind of standing at a you know, this basement entrance was, like, sort of by the main entrance, and that general area, like, that entrance landing is seemingly all that's really left of the floor of this church. The rest of it has sort of become a gigantic sinkhole. The windows have started to shatter from the force of this floor completely giving out. As the dust begins to clear, you see Dionysus's hand weakly come out of the rubble as he pulls himself out, just bleeding and bruised, just, uh, uh, well, I have to give credit where credit's due. You lot know how to fucking party. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right after Dionysus uh, says this, you hear this loud whoosh behind you. 
Uh, and you see this gigantic portal looking very similar to the ones that Dionysus made. But stepping forth from this portal are three men. The left and on the right, you can see these large, muscular, olive-skinned men in military camo pants, uh, tank tops, little Roman legionnaire helmets. One of them is holding a sword and a shield. The other one is holding just a shield, but he's wearing armor. And in between uh, these two, you see this very skinny, frail, olive-skinned man with, like, shaggy hair, but in an immaculate suit. And it is uh, the one in the middle who looks up and says, Hmm. So you've dealt with Dionysus then, hmm? Good. We appreciate that. Us <laughs> beating the shit out of their jester. This uh, olive-skinned man looks up at Dionysus, uh, looks at the two muscular guys on either end of him and say, Mars, Ares, I do believe they, he has something of yours. And you see these two large men, now revealed to be the Roman and Greek gods of war, Go forward, pick up Dionysus. One of them takes Dionysus' spear. The other one starts to rip the armor off of him. And the frail one uh, looks up at you. Well, I suppose thank yous are an honor. Hey, I mean, I can't say it was a pleasure, but uh, we did kick his ass. I also can't say that that is a very um, lucrative thank you. Uh, You'll... I have to forgive my enthusiasm. If I had a dollar for every time that Dionysus has ruined what otherwise was a perfectly good week, well, I have no idea what a dollar buys you in today's society, but I'd have a lot of them. We'd like a lot of them. You're not from here. I mean, they are, but I'm not. Wait, we're at that beach in Florida, right? Yes, you are still in Sunset Beach. Oh, is that where we're at? Florida. I was wondering why it felt a little more hostile than the home. Right then, well, have you two got the package? And you see Ares and Mars dragging along Dionysus, who's kind of chuckling to himself. This olive-skinned man looks at the lot of you and says, Well, again, I thank you for that, and, uh... Well, if any of you end up in my realm, I'll make sure that you're taken care of when your time comes. As Dionysus is being dragged away, can I throw a shuriken at his butt? Nat 20. <laughs> you hit the uh, meaniest part of the rump. It sinks right in there and just he just... And he starts hysterically laughing as he's dragged through, and the olive-skinned man walks back through the portal with them. They turn to face you all, and Dionysus looks up at you. That was funny. Enjoy the gift. Gift. What did you do? And the portal closes, and the devices around your wrists that have kept you in the pockets of the Majestic Twelve fall off. For a moment, you hear Director Onyx kind of, No, no, don't you think about it, don't you fuck? And the line 
cuts out completely. Well, humans, it's been fun, and I'm going to waddle away. And as uh, Pintar walks off, a lot of you kind of watching him fade into the sunset, you hear from behind you, I reckon that a lot of you are going to need legal representation now, huh? And you turn around, and you see Josh Goldberg standing there with a coy little smile on his face. (laughs) Hey! First things first, we're going to need to make sure that you don't get locked back up. Mm, Redacted Ranges, Operation Sunset, Volume 2. Masks of Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. Be sure to check out our Ko-fi if you're interested in helping the show grow. That's ko-fi.com slash mayhemcast. This episode was written, produced, and forced to be a stenographer in the court of Victor by myself, Pope Brandon Brownson, with editing done by R.C. Byler. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our font is by A.J. Eisen. Music for this episode, including the theme, was done by myself, Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found at our website, masksandmayhem.com. I guess to kick off this post-episode, I would first like to thank everyone involved uh, for your patience in the uh, recording here. It definitely took a couple more sessions than I was expecting. Even if we had to go one more, what if I think just added to the comedy of it? Yeah, and I honestly think we're to blame for some of the... <laughs> we, we, you know, we're... It's all Equinox's fun. I mean, fair. And I feel like it was uh, Discord was whipping my ass because... I've completely, like, uh, like forced closed Discord, so it's not even open in the background, and I've had zero issues. Because I think, like, Discord was just, like, trying to steal my microphone, because it kept saying, like, new audio, de- like, input device detected. Oh, that's fucking weird. I don't know, I genuinely feel that, like, y- you know, we certainly goofed around quite a bit, but uh, the majority of that was technical issues. We'd have, uh, we'd have gotten this recorded on time, uh, were not for technical issues. It wasn't on any one person here. What did we all think of the adventure? That was fucking funny. Oh, I had a blast. I thought it was fun. I thought it was funny. I thought uh, the cast is just a goddamn delight. Uh, so much fun. Kept me cracking up the whole time. And uh, and also, I like that we got a little uh, different in our uh, expression of, you know, uh, hero or villainness. You know, let me just stop for a minute to take a cry. <laughs> <laughs> Just a full-fledged breakdown. I was going to talk about crying. I was going to talk about the crying. You cannot do that. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're on the crying now, so uh, I have been DMing for probably half of my life at this point. Uh, that was the first time I've ever had that happen. It's beautiful. I just needed a moment. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I love being a part of the campaign and I love the comedy and the cast and everyone involved and you did amazing. You're the best and honestly I just want to hire you for everything. Can you do taxes cuz I will like pay you for that. Like <laughs> <laughs> You're just like so dope. I do appreciate that. I don't know how useful I am with your taxes, but me either. Like that's why I'm in a situation. So, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but you were awesome, Pope. I mean, honestly, you, you were you were great. You were a, an excellent. Uh, you you have a way of kind of pulling some really interesting stuff from the extemporaneous, you know. And I thought it was fun. I do appreciate that. Thank you. I would do it again. Dan, having been part of the uh, whole affair. You know, from session zero to now, I'm curious what your thoughts are. This recording was the better of the two. Like the first one was still fun, and I had fun with it, but this one was just like slapsticky's not the right word, but like it, like the humor was like an actual part of it, and like it became like part of how we dealt with the combat. I think we all hit our. Um, we started to get more into our characters and, and hit our stride with. How do they play off of each other a bit more comedically? What's the sense of humor? Whereas I, I felt in the beginning, I was like, oh, God, I haven't been a player in anything in so long. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. I am actually a, a little sad to see this particular group go their separate ways. So hopefully we can do like a, a revival of this particular bunch of miscreants. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pintar's not coming back. Uh, I guess the last question that I have for the post episode, which is a question that I usually like to ask whenever I DM anything, uh, is there anything that we didn't enjoy throughout the whole experience, uh, other than mayhaps the technical issues? Yeah, it's like the recording aspect of it. <laughs> I was easy to keep track of, like it was fun. Yeah. I've, I very much uh, have enjoyed uh, Quinn's uh, take on... So I've been hearing about the Machinist Daughter for a while, um, but to see your, your take on it and to bring the character to life, it's been a lot of fun. You breathe so much into that character. Yeah, and I've and I've also got a weakness for anybody with a rocket arm. That's just <laughs> Um and a whole same like vein of like you saying being able to have that freedom to create your character and like really form it. Like I had like this little like bio of like who this person was and to be like Gracie Madna Gundam backwards, which is my last name is Gundam backwards. Like that was so cool. And like to be able to like live in that yeah, it was, it's really cool to, like, have that, like, really creative space to, like, form that and to be with, like, a bunch of other, like, cool, awesome folks doing some funny stuff. I do believe that about does it for this post-episode. I guess on a final note, uh, again, thank you guys for recording with us. Thank you for uh, sticking through despite the technical errors. And uh, all of you at home, thank you for listening. Uh, bye. Oh, uh, <laughs> bye. Later. <laughs> The Redacted Rangers will return in December for the live stream special, Making Spaceships Bright.